Hey everybody, we're back after a long, long, long hiatus. Um, we've actually had quite a few things going on. I'm going to share a little bit of that with you at the end of this show. Uh, we have some really exciting news to kind of share with you, stuff that I haven't said. But uh, things have been taking place behind the scenes. But first, we want to just run down through some things that have come up with us. Um, hey, it's nice to be with everyone again. And Connor is also here. So hey, say, hey, say, Connor. <laughs> Not even sure what that means, but uh, I don't hello. know what it means either. So I'm out of practice. So um, anyway, uh, yeah, we just we've been to the parks since uh, last that we talked to you. Um, we actually even uh, you know did some stuff. We were there for one day. Uh, we had reasoning for why we happened to be in Florida, and we'll get into that later. Uh, but we kind of noticed some things, and then we have some other stuff that we just kind of want to bring up to you and talk about, and then we're gonna hit. Uh, Stuff that's going on in Orlando coming up, Hollywood, uh, some information about Volcano Bay that is going on as we speak. Uh, we're going to hit some uh, Fast and Furious, some other ride stuff that's going on, attraction stuff that's going on. Uh, talk just a tad bit about the new Cabana Towers, the Aventura that's coming up. And we're going to finish up with a discussion about Nintendo Land. This is show 389 for the week of June 25th, 2017. You're listening to Universal's Door. Find us at universalsdoor.com. Listen every week for a new show and rate us on iTunes. Follow us at youtube.com slash theseamazingplaces, facebook.com slash theseamazingplaces, twitter.com slash amazingplaces, or contact us at podcast at theseamazingplaces.com. Okay, first off, um, Connor and I were in the parks. What month was that, Connor? May. I think it was May, was it May? like 9th to be exact. Okay, May 9th. And uh, was gonna, I wasn't in a big hurry to get on the Fallon ride, but thought we might check it out. And so we could have set up ride time, you know, through the app and all that. But we got over and noticed um, when we got right beside the uh, attraction that the queueless <laughs> line... Uh, was a massive line. Yeah, the, the queue the was door. rather large for yeah. being a queueless ride. So something maybe had happened, we don't know, but I mean, this line was practically back to Rip Ride Rocket. Yeah, I mean, you, uh, yeah. you got, uh, you, what Wait, is I it? I did like, have a yeah, time, you, you had your own time. Yeah, that's right, I forgot. So yeah, and so, that up, which was yeah, so there was nothing wrong with it, seemingly. I don't know if there was a problem inside the ride, but their system seemed to be working just fine. But the line was ridiculous, and so I just said, forget it. I mean, and it was actually winding into the street. Yeah, it was of, almost uh, a rip-ride rocket. It yeah. went clear down the street. Yeah, okay, you, past you the mentioned attraction. it. So, um, anyway, so I don't know what was going on there. We will, of course, be back, and I'll check it out again some other time. But wasn't going to go through that that day. Uh, I'm anxious to see uh, the ride, and I'm anxious, actually, to see the, the queue the inside the museum area of it, kind of. Um, because I was into big Johnny Carson Tonight Show fan. so, But I will be back to see that. I'll check it out, give you guys a quick review if you haven't already heard one online somewhere. Um, uh, let me think here. Oh, as far as that goes, too. I, I've heard a lot of people uh, saying, oh, this ride's garbage and blah, 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 blah. Here's my thought on that. It's a new attraction. It's something to get people off the streets that people haven't already done. And uh, that's a good thing. And that's the reason why you can actually traverse the streets half the time in in these parks and not be crushed by the masses of people that are around so i think anytime they do this it's a good thing i don't expect for every ride to be 
new ride to be a premier ride. You couldn't afford that. Not every ride is going to be a $300, $400 million ride. Some of them are going to be a $100 million ride. You know, just $100 million. So Just anyways, $100 million. Right. You know, um, just change. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, speaking of rides, so uh, we also, uh, they've moved up the date for Fast and Furious, which I expect to be another one of these kind of rides that people will complain about. It'll just be a, yeah, it'll it'll be eat a people eater for, er, yeah, ride. Definitely. Geek people off the streets. Uh, they moved that up to the spring of 2018. We'll be there for this. So um, can't wait, actually, to just try it out, see what it's like. Um, let me think here. Okay, celebration. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's get in. Well, let's go into a couple other things here. I'm going to jump around our list, as I am one to do, Connor. Many uh, times. Let's see. Christmas sh- uh, Christmas lights uh, in Hogsmeade in Orlando uh, yes, are going to be happening. Uh, well, uh, and they debuted them also in uh, in... Hollywood. Do you think they it's going to be a, a nighttime show, show though, since it's Christmas based? And- um, yes. Yeah, I think that it's going to be a different show because right now, uh, the one that's going on in Hollywood is just a nighttime light show. Right. Which, right. man, and, though, it's which spectacular. Which was a lot of the light show that they opened. They used when they opened Hollywood, right? Um, yes. Wizarding World. Yes, it's. Uh, I, uh, I don't. I don't know if I could be quoted on this, but I believe it's the same one. Okay. But but the lighting on the castle. Do you think it's the same one? That they yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I, I believe it was the same one. Package. Yes, you just don't have the uh, Hogwarts choir anymore. You know, being awesome. being okay. directed by uh, John Williams. Well, I still thought it was cool. It was yeah, it was astounding. See. So uh, the Christmas one in Orlando, we'll definitely be hitting that up and seeing what that's all about. So I expect for it to be a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, having seen the uh, the nighttime light show, yeah, I expect that they're gonna blow it out of the park with this. Yeah. So can't wait. Uh, there are some concerns that people are having about where will people basically crowd into to see the light show. Um, they do something like this because they're talking about like a, a light show that happens randomly throughout the evening. Uh, they do something like that on the tree in uh, Animal Kingdom, Tree of Life in Animal Kingdom, because they thought people will just walk by, see the light show and move on. But what's happened there even, people start queuing up and waiting for the light show the next one to begin so you end up with these crowds blocking the throughways and everything and they're afraid that's what's going to happen there so hey we'll see when it happens there's no reason to speculate that something's going to be ugly and when it may not be well as far as i've seen with um hollywood and then also with uh the couple things that they've done in japan uh like the dementor attack show that they have it doesn't seem uh too crowded they seem to do a good job with kind of fielding crowds around the castle. Um, I believe, too, in uh, with the Dementor attack in Japan, they actually have you across the lake from the castle. Okay. Uh, yeah, so that way it's it's a larger area to see people in. But they can't really do that in Orlando. Um, I mean, they can because there's still a river. in that area that's kind of... I don't know. It's a show area. Yeah, where it's the, the staging area. Off and mm-hmm. hip flight of hippogriff is off to your right and stuff. So I don't know. Let's just wait and see. I they've done well in both the other parks. Yeah. So. Uh, okay. Here, let's see here. Oh, okay. New just came out today. Express passes are now going to be available for all Wizarding World attractions. I think, and, and it could be just because of when we're there. But heck, the last couple times we've been there, Gringotts has never been over hardly twenty minute wait. So I'm thinking. Eh. Yeah, if you get there in the mornings, it's not really that bad, the wait time. Or if you're there in the evening, the wait time falls way off. So to pay for an express pass, obviously, people are paying maybe to go on a lot of other rides. But, yeah, don't do it 
don't pay for an express pass just because you think, oh, I would, I'd like to get on the uh, Wizarding World rides quicker. Still, I think it's a good option to have. Yeah. Because they have it on, I think, most, if not all, the other rides. Well, a lot of times the Express Pass is great if you're doing like a one-day visit mm-hmm. and you're going to both parks and you want to hit everything, and you can't uh, you can get pretty darn close to it if you have an Express Pass to get on every every attraction. And the problem was before that you couldn't get Express Passes for the Wizarding World attractions, so you ended up burning time waiting maybe to get on those. We wouldn't know much about that, though, would we? No, we don't really do attractions, <laughs> so as odd as that sounds, yeah. We In all our really... trips there, we've ridden, like, what, five rides at yeah, most, I think? probably about five things, <laughs> and so it's never, like, a real priority. We just tend to have a better time eating and uh, hanging out, so. And who knows? We'll, we'll hit some other things as we go along the way. Um, what was the ride that we did the last time we were there? Uh, Poseidon, in May. which isn't technically well, we a ride. Poseidon, but no, we did it. Oh, uh, we did ET. Oh yes, ET, so, and that because was and I had no idea how difficult it was going to be, you know, with Connor in the chair and everything to get on ET. But that really went well, don't you think? <laughs> but no, no, I'm just <laughs> okay, saying. Yes. But it went yes, very well yes, for them to buckle the chair in and um, do all that. You didn't, yeah, my my one problem is that the uh, lap bar that comes down, yeah. it doesn't actually lock. And so I was like trying to, at the same time that I'm pushing myself back, trying not to fall out of the ride, um, I'm also having to hold it down and push it down so that way I am, you know, securely fastened in there. Yeah, so that that created quite a frightening, uh, frightening moment. So all in all, flying over top of forest and and all that worked really well. Yes. So yeah, it was easy, fast on that tension on that lap bar. Yes. Okay. All right. All in all, though, yeah, it was great. Good ride. It was great to see that. And um, that's an old ride, and they were. It's either been retrofitted or it was built that way to begin with. See, though, I shouldn't I mean, complain too much because, um, literally, I think the day after we rode it, they uh, took it down for uh, refurbishment, and so it could be much better. Right. Yeah, it know, could is be. It, is it open well, already again, or is it? Oh yeah, yeah. I think it's open. Okay. Oh, you're right though. They did have it closed. You're right. For it was and literally the day after. Could be. Maybe um, they were working on that was one of the things that Yeah, could. so I I can't criticize it too much because maybe they fixed it now. Stuff worked though well. And yes. the attraction itself, everything seemed to be working. So good for it. Uh okay. A little bit of an issue as far as uh uh Wizarding World goes. When Connor and I were there for Harry Potter celebration in January. Yeah, late yes. January. January twenty seventh to the twenty ninth. Yeah. Uh Connor bought one of the celebration wands. It was a limited edition. Wand, they were supposed to sell a thousand of them. It was about 65 bucks. Yeah, it was $65. That included shipping and tax and everything. Right. And so they took all your information down, and the wands were supposed to be shipped in mid May. Uh, I think beginning to mid. Beginning to mid May. Uh, nonetheless, still haven't received the wand. Yes. Uh, very difficult to get any like official word, even through their pass holders page and everything else, through their Facebook page. There really hasn't been much of an official word to come from them unless somebody asks. Would you say that? Yes, but um, I mean, I don't expect for everybody to have a Facebook, so it's kind of frustrating that they uh, that they haven't given an official announcement through emails or well, you know calling they took, people. They took everyone's emails down when you yes. purchased the one, and so the fact that they. I'm sorry, even at this rate, I'm thinking send a letter to their home if you yes. don't have an email. It's or something. $65 in three months later. Yeah. Yeah, and they and they really won't give an official word. What's the latest well, thing that they've said? Official word is that it's um, I believe it's stuck in customs. Was the official word doesn't make any sense. Not um, for this long. Yeah, and that that's also kind of shaky because um, 
somebody asked about it, uh, if that was the deal, and the guy who runs the passwater page said that he had just direct messaged the person instead of telling the whole group. So once what the again, deal though, was. he can't doesn't have an official line. But to tell no, him. he does. But for some reason, he didn't want to give it to everybody in the group. Okay, so originally he wanted to send it privately. To be here in May. And then they said they'll be here in June. Um, yeah, they said that they plan to ship them out by the second week in June. Right. And so now that's gone by because today is uh, June 27th. Yeah. That's gone by. And now they're saying they'll be here in July. But yep. they never give like a solid date, anything. Um, so I, I don't know. It's just bad business. Ethically, I just think that th- things happen, but you make that right by your customers. And so, Well, yes. And I, I do understand that things happen. They can't, they can't help it if they... Uh, if a company flakes out the last second on them, or if customs does uh, try to like uh, look at things more thoroughly, yeah, yeah, I can't blame them for that. You've got a database with a thousand emails and contacts. In yes, it. and contact to just people. and to just give a statement on a Facebook page and even a poor one at that. Well, after being asked, it wasn't like they gave the statement until they were prompted by a yes. question. So yeah, I think it's a problem. It's not good, not good at all that they would do that. So. Anyway, uh, so hopefully that thing gets here. Um, we'll explain to you a little more why we're really hoping that it gets here pretty soon. Uh, let me see. Okay, Volcano Bay. Volcano Bay now has been open, I want to say a month. Uh, close to it. Probably close to a month, give or take. Uh, food, from what we've heard, review on food's been pretty pretty good. Uh, yeah, people are having that- a really good time in it. The thing to remember is during the busy summer months, this place right now is opening at 9, and what we've noticed is by 9.30, quarter till 10 in the morning, it is reaching capacity, and they're closing it. And then Almost opening, every day now. Right, it's every day, yeah. Uh, and then uh, then they open it, let's say, around 2 o'clock to uh, on-site guests, resort guests only, and then usually by about 4 to 5 o'clock, they open it to everyone. And that's pretty much going on every day. So if you want to go to Volcano Bay, you don't want to feel, find yourself being shut out. Make sure that you're there at nine. Uh, I did hear Tim Tracker on one of his uh, vlogs. He's actually done the best uh, videos and stuff of attractions and the most fun of any Volcano Bay videos I've seen so far. Go check those out. But he said the difference between getting there at nine and getting there at 10 is it's crazy. So and technically this was before it even started reaching capacity every day. So you want to, if you want to be able to make sure you can get to park, get yourself there and be there at park opening because within a half an hour afterwards, you're stuck or wait until September. Things are going to slow down and then you'll be able to go in. Um, let's see here. So anyway, yeah, but I have heard great things, uh, slowly, but surely everything is opening. The visuals now in the caves that you ride through on the lazy river are now up and running. I yeah, don't know which, if they're a hundred percent yet, but they're, it's awesome. Along. The misting. Uh, all over the parks is crazy. Uh, Ride-wise, I haven't really heard a lot about rides going down here in the last couple of weeks. They had their issues a little bit when they first opened, but well, there's, now... There's really nothing to kind of go down. It's water slides. Yeah, but they've had stuff go down. Have Lazy they really? River's not working, stuff like that. Huh. Yeah. Uh, so far, I'm hearing Krakatoa uh, Coaster is the... That's the ride to go on. Uh, there are a couple of slides... That are almost no weights. And in case somebody doesn't know, you use tapu tapu, go in and tap your band. A lot of people are tapping their band, and let's say you have a 40 minute wait uh, before you can get on the crocodile. I think it's a crocodile coaster. Um, then people are going over to these almost no weight slides that 
they're short and people get in and out of them really quick. There's no way you can go on, hit those. You can go in the lazy river. You can easily kill the time. Bam, you're on the ride. Uh, and then as soon as you do that, get your next ride lined up and keep going. Uh, I've heard of people hitting the premier rides in the park, uh, two and three of them within the first hour that they're in the parks at the beginning of the day. So keep that in mind. Uh, I, I haven't heard anybody yet say they hated the rides. No, uh, neither they, have I. People have been angry I've about not being people. able to get in and stuff like that, or rides being down in the beginning. But all in all, no one has said that they the park like itself. The though I've heard nothing but good reviews on. Right. Yep. Uh, okay, we covered that. Okay. Uh, new Cabana Power, Cabana Towers, I think are both open now. I know one of them is open. Uh, those towers will include the two bedrooms, uh, two bedroom suites. Now, uh, which we plan to do at some point, probably. I'd love to do one in September. We'll, we'll wait and see when we're there. A, a lot of things yeah. are happening, guys. We'll get to that here in just a little bit at the end of the show. So uh, anyway, those look nice. I've seen some room tours, stuff like that. They look nice. They look like the other suites. It's just that the, the view of Volcano Bay is amazing. Well, and it's I, you know, like a stinking house. Right. <laughs> yeah. The size and of it. Even out of the standard rooms, I've seen no one yet film from the uh, room at night to show what Volcano what? Bay looks like at night. Oh, I didn't even think about that because they do the uh, the volcano erupting right. at night. Oh, that'd yeah. be an awesome Well, and shot I think that get. that had been muted a little bit because they're, right now they're in some argument with the city. Oh, are they? Uh, of Orlando, yeah, because they've been stating that the accident, rate of accidents on I-4, which <laughs> is right there on uh, Volcano Bay, has risen. But I still believe it's because of all the ridiculous construction in that area and not so much. Of course, some people are going to look and cause accidents, but there's it's right in that area for accidents just because of all the construction. So, hey, stay off I-4 and maybe and take some of the back streets. We did that <laughs> when we went in. And Smooth met. ride. Yeah. Nobody. We didn't, hey, we didn't hit any traffic. Seriously, coming into downtown to Orlando. The, uh, basically to the parking garage. Yeah, it was, it was amazing. Coming into downtown Orlando and there was nobody around us until we came into the parking garage. Right. Yeah. Um, wasn't downtown Orlando. Though. Well, I mean, it, that's a little ways away. It's anyway, close, close yeah. to it. We would, we definitely should have been within a lot of traffic, and I think if we would have been up on the four, we would have hit traffic. But we came in the back road, off of the turnpike. Not, we didn't take the turnpike in, and we didn't really hit any traffic at all. So that was a nice thing. It was a nice, relaxing ride that we took. Uh, okay, Aventura. Aventura is still set to open. They've got a VR thing that's out there for it. So if any of you have a VR set, even through the Google Cardboard. Uh, uh, Daydream. Uh, Daydream. I don't know if Oculus, can you do it with Oculus? Um, we should try I don't. Know, I don't think there's an official YouTube app yet, but okay. um, I know that some people have made apps that you can run uh, run inside of the, Ocul <clears throat> the Oculus. Okay. Um, so there might be something out there. So there is, you can at least do that in many different ways, or you can just watch somebody do it on YouTube and it'll show you the layout of going area to area to area. Um, and looking out even at Volcano Bay kind of through the, uh, through what would be kind of a VR state. This looks like it's going to be a really, really nice place. Yeah. It looks like it's going to be, it's going um, to be as fun as Cabana. Differently themed than Cabana, but the same kind of fun, exciting atmosphere that Cabana has. I, I definitely think so, especially with the rooftop the yeah. restaurant. Well, and we've talked about this. It looks like it's going to be kind of like a uh, 70s, 70s Vegas feel. 70s Vegas, yeah, with the mirrored floor yeah. to ceiling, windows. And kind and of the room. wavy style of the building. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it looks like something good. straight out of Vegas. Yep. 
So, uh, oh, and you know what, too? Let me back up just a little bit, too. There was, as far as Volcano Bay, they are they already have an expansion plan for it that I think it's going to have maybe three or four additional slides in it. As soon as they, I think they finish Aventura. There's other stuff that's coming up. Uh, the Wet and Wild area now is cleared. Uh, there's been a 4,000-room uh, hotel. We're just not sure. They're saying value hotel um, that'll be on it. But I actually think not. that they filed patents for several hotels. Okay. Well... That's I think right. three. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. So these could be themed hotels. The reason why we think that that could be what's going on is because there's rumor out there right now that uh, Disney is going to build a themed hotel that basically is a Star Wars hotel. You go there and you basically live the Star Wars You're experience. You're immersed in it entirely. Holiday. Yep. And so you have dinner with like Admiral Akbar and you, you whatever. They take you through whatever scenario that you uh, signed up for ho- however much or little that you want to do during your stay. And so there's a chance that you could see something like that uh, set up with the Wizarding World, set up for Nintendo, set who knows what. At this yeah, point, I, don't, I don't know. Because, um, see, that's kind of shaky ground since they don't actually own those uh, properties. Yeah. But I could still see them doing something like that for, yeah, like, uh, The Simpsons. Yeah, or, uh, yeah. I mean, there's several things well, that they could do. Or with. they could do it with the, uh, and I know it's gotten off to a shaky start with the mummy, but they said that that's full steam ahead on this mummies. I mean, not mummies, but monster yeah. Uh, universe. Yeah, the uh, dark universe. Yeah, yeah, the dark universe. So they could do something there. That'd be an awesome hotel with the invisible man and yeah, mummy and whatever. I mean, you could you could make that cool. So anxious to see what they do there, but that'll be going on to the, uh, I think it's about 50 acres for Wizarding World. Uh, Wizarding World. Wet and Wild. For Wet and Wild property. Uh, nothing yet has been announced about the major acreage of 475 acres that they bought. That's basically close to SeaWorld. Which so. that kind of surprises me because that's a lot of land to just not even really talk about. Well, they have so many other things going on right now. I think that once you've got Nintendo locked down and construction has started on it, then you're going to start buzzing to it. And then... um I I mean that's gonna that's huge. Nintendo is going to be huge. Yes, it is. And so you don't want to steal from it by announcing the next big thing until maybe right about maybe six months or so before it gets ready to open. You announce your next next major thing. So man, though, at some point you think they got to stop and take a breath. It just doesn't. It's, they can't though. It's an incredible speed yeah. that they're building things at. Yep. it's constant. Yep. Okay, speaking of Nintendo, let's go on to Nintendo land here. And uh, definitely this is a place where Connor will be helpful to be on board because even though I grew up, I, I was older even, let's face it, when the Nintendo <laughs> came out, I was already an adult. The first, the classic one, the NES, I think it was called? Yeah, yeah. NES. N- Nintendo Entertainment System. Yeah, um, I was already an adult. So, yes. Yeah, when most people may be listening to this right now. Um, weren't even a glint in their parents' eye. <laughs> so they didn't have parents. There was a parent's eye. Anyway. Um, yeah, uh, most of took a parents turn. weren't born. Anyway. <laughs> uh, so, but uh, this is going to be a reality. We've got a map here, and we're going to go through some of the stuff uh, from the map that's been at leak, leaked. Um, basically, this is going to set in where Curious George, Barney, um, uh, a lot of that stuff's going to be. I did hear uh, Jim Hill say, off the Disney dish that at least uh, they're going to have right where the Donkey Kong area was at is where Curious George is now. And he said, so they're sticking with the monkey theme. (laughs) (laughs) So I thought that was pretty good. Um, This is going to go in behind uh, Most Tavern, Quickie Mart, 
Simpsons ride and across from the E.T. attraction. Yes, E.T. will remain because that's a million dollars a year to um, Steven Spielberg. And you tend to not want to aggravate him. And there's no way that they're going to yeah. uh, they're going to do all the refurbishments that they just did and, and then tear it down. Great. It's a great. Yes, it is a good ride. ride. So. No, there's a reason why it's lasted, what, 30 years? Right. All right, so let's go through a little bit of this. Mushroom Kingdom and Princess's Peach Castle. This seems to be where you enter. Um, Yeah. Is that what you're thinking? Entry portal. It says it right in front of the castle. Oh. Does it? Yeah. Okay. Oh, uh, yes, it does. Entry portal. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, And so then there in the entry portal, you have World of Nintendo Super what? Also, hold on. It actually looks. Yeah, so you enter in. To where it says Mushroom Kingdom, then it looks like you have to go through the castle, through the and castle. then, oh, that's awesome! So it's almost like going through Cinderella's castle into Fantasyland. Yeah, yeah, that'll be awesome. Which blocks though the view of a lot of what's going to be behind that castle, which is great. It hides it. Yeah, and it hides it from the opposite direction too. You won't be able to see the rest of the park, and so it keeps that theming going the whole time. Uh, okay, so Princess. Peach's Castle. I don't know if there'll be an attraction there. It'll just be a way to walk through. The entry portal reminds you of like the hub. It's, you got yeah. retail. You got Pokemon Training Academy. More retail. Which let's just talk about the placement of that right there. Pokemon Training Academy in a retail area right next to it. Something tells me you're going to be able to uh, like get your own Pokemon inside of the uh, Pokemon Training Academy. Uh, like choose your own Pokemon and do something with it and then go and buy it from the store. You think? Yeah. Okay. I mean, because they're, they're still be upgrading a, be a fun Pokemon idea. Go and everything, right? Yeah. So they could do anything with this. Yeah, which uh, that comes into play. Then in they a have the World of Nintendo Superstore. Yeah, which I think okay. is just going to be like a large general store of all things Nintendo. And then it looks like a spinning ride, the Koopa Troopa spinning shells, which is just a spinner ride. Those are, yeah, that's, yeah, they're not anything major. That's kind of like a, uh, oh, what's the one on the outside? In the Simpsons area in Springfield. I don't remember what it's called. It's got the guy who, the yeah. alien dude who always makes the smart Alex statements about humans, but it, it's a spinner. Uh, then they have interactive gaming, which that's where uh, Pokemon Go could come into play. Yeah. And then Nintendo is also working on several other, several other mobile games. Um, so you could see those definitely come into that area, um, especially because with Pokemon Go specifically, they uh, are going to start doing these uh, legendary Pokemon events where groups of people will get together in a certain area and then they'll release a uh, legendary Pokemon for people to catch. So I could see something like that happening in Nintendo World. Uh, Man, they do have a lot of stuff pushed in here because this is only like 13, 14 acres. They have Bullet Bells, a uh, flying ride. I think that's once again going to be a simple like carnival type ride. I don't um, think you're going to see anything major there. I, I don't know. I, I think that seems could be to be like, like a, this yeah. is a kind of the relaxing area for kids, younger kids, to bring them in and give them something to do. Yeah, I think that you're going to see that as like a, yeah, a screen ride. And then we have more uh, Mario and Luigi's Pizza, uh, which, yeah, yum yum, if the pizza's good. So, okay, let's move back into... Well, hold on. So before we leave, there's also a character stage there, which I would assume you probably get to meet uh, some of the characters from Mario, Zelda, Donkey Kong, and the like. You notice too the tubes that where you kind of spit out into the other area yeah. after you right and left. I did yeah, it's the Mario that. tubes. That's awesome. Uh huh. Okay, so you want to go right or left? Um, 
Let's go right. Okay, so we're heading into Kirby. Kirby's Kids Playland. They had a wet play area, which keeps the component of Curious George, which is there now. So they don't have to change the plumbing. It's already there a lot. And it's it. a uh, it's a tried and true way to keep kids having fun. But yeah. kid doesn't love to uh, go out into like the yeah. It's the you know uh, what is it the little like shooting things in uh, yeah the Disney fountains the, out yeah. of the ground stuff like that yeah it's yeah, fun I, for every kid. Uh, then we have uh, Kirby's Round Ride, which I think is just going to be another simple. It looks like it's going to be kind of like a merry-go-round type ride by the shape of it. Yeah. Uh, and I think still, even with this, a lot of what's going to amaze you in this place is the theming. What's around you and how you're immersed into it. Uh, if they do this right, like they did Diagon Alley, you're not going to care so much about the rides as you are about the atmosphere that you're in. You'll just want to stand and stare and eat and do things like that. Too. Yeah, if, they, if this uh, rumored map is even slightly true, this is going to be an incredible area. Yeah. Okay, so we have, then we're crossing the bridge out of Kirby's Playland, uh, Kirby Kids Playland, and we're going into Donkey Kong Island. And first you're going to hit, it looks like Monkey Mines. I, I think Madness it's either coaster. Mines or it's Mikes. Monkey Mikes, okay. Madness Coaster, so we got a roller coaster. Uh... Then their bridges kind of break off. There's not a lot of explanation about what's there, but in the back of that area, then there is Kong Jungle Playground, which just looks like a simple play area. Nothing major, again. No, and it's. I think that's everything that uh, is for kids is just kind of in the same little area. Yeah. So I think that it'll just be, it'll be an easy place for uh, parents and kids to go and just have fun. Well, here's what I think. Everything too keeps kids busy mm -hmm. until they go on the major ride that we're about to talk about. So you cross out of uh, out of Donkey Kong Island and you head to Super Mario World ride. And so there's a cart, Super Mario cart ground level. I don't know. Um, yeah, because there's, it looks like there's going to be three levels the interactive, to this place. You're right. Cause it's one area. Target play area, there's, mid level. This whole area is a ride and there's three gone. levels to it. Um, yeah. So yeah, on the ground level, you're going to have Super Mario Kart. On the uh, second level, you're going to have Luigi's Mansion Interactive Target Play Area, which confirms uh, what they were uh, filing patents for earlier in the year, where you could uh, you could use RFID or yeah, I think it's RFID. You're right. Uh, to yep. shoot at targets. And the Mario one confirms the patent for the drifting car. Yes. And then uh, the last one is uh, Bowser's Koopaling. Airship ride, upper level. So there, you're right. Three levels. Yeah, and that is all just one giant ride area. And so, technically, if this area is crowded, or if they end up using like a band thing, like the Tapu Tapu, or uh, if you can schedule it through your app, you could schedule the ride and do something close in these other areas while you wait for your it, time. To those come three up. look though, with just the size of that area, That's it looks like it's going leader. to. Yeah, yeah, it looks like it is just going to just absolutely eat people. But and so I don't know. That it's one land. You could literally have twenty thousand people come pouring into this place. Yes, and that's a lot. So they're going to need other stuff for you to do. And instead of just standing in the world's longest queue, you could actually do other things and have your queue time already set. And then you go and get on the attraction when your time comes up. That's what I expect. That's what I expect to see happen. So that is like the main attraction. Then if you come out of that. Uh, you go to Zelda's Kingdom, 
And there you have this, I don't know what it says, something Kokiri, forest. The Kokiri Forest Village. It's the uh, forest that the main character, Link, comes from. Okay. Um, in, I think, one of the games, at least. It's Ocarina of Time, I know, for a fact. Okay. Um, yeah, so he comes from there. Um, and then the Deku Tree, which is uh, a giant tree that talks in the middle of it, and you... Yeah, this is why I have Connor here because he knows this stuff. Um, so the tree could do all kinds of stuff there too. too. Well, Just, the tree, in, especially at night, you in, can do uh, stuff with it, couldn't you? What's the deal? What does the tree do? Well, in uh, Ocarina of Time, uh, he you end up going into him and then uh, killing all these monster creatures that are inside of him. But I think he dies after that. Okay. Um, but he is in the latest game. As like the uh, the keeper of the sword, that it's like the main sword in the game, so, the master sword. So I mean, there's there's things that you so could, it could do. Could be with an it. attraction. There could be something. Yes, because there's on. an entire area inside of him that yeah, we've seen. All of these it says is tree. Yeah, Deku, Deku, Deku tree, Deku tree. Okay. Uh, next one, I don't know what it says. It's interactive experience. It's the Navi interactive experience. Oh, <laughs> Navi, no, not that Navi. <laughs> wow. No. Wow. Okay. No, this is a fairy. Oh uh, wow. Not okay. a blue ten foot tall person. Okay. So is the fairy blue? Actually, uh, I think it's more like a white light ball. It's really interesting. The pink, yeah. There. It's I don't know. Okay. Um, and then so there interactive is experience. It sounds like you might like I don't know get a chance to like speak to the fairy or something. I don't know how that works. Maybe they'll uh, interactive. Yeah, who knows? That could it be, will be an area where they'll actually give you your own little fairy or something. Okay. Uh, and then there actually is an attraction in the back of this, and it's called Hyrule Castle Attraction. It's and so the, what's Hyrule Castle? Hyrule Castle is uh, basically the, the main castle of the entire kingdom. It's Hyrule Kingdom. is the whole world of uh, Legend of Zelda. Okay, so let's, let's imagine this for one second. If you were going to make this into an attraction, what would you do? Um, <laughs> a million things. Okay. All the way from it being like a... Yeah. A lavish area to a destroyed area. So this you have could to be maybe just of. like a ride through. Um, it could be like a dark there's, ride or something like that. There's a ton of things that you could do but, with this. So what would what could you do that would make it interactive in there? Just um, throw one thing out there. I mean, what's it? What's the point of it in the game? It's where the it's just a castle. It's like okay. where the royal family lives. Okay, so you could basically visit the royal family in there or do something. Yeah, are there. Are there is there a point to it in the game other than just if it's a castle? Well, we see, uh, in the latest game, it's it gets taken over by uh, the like main uh, antagonist in the game, and so you're uh, you're supposed to go in and then defeat him and so all of his. So you could defeat him to make to take the castle back. Yes. Okay. There's your. That's what I'm looking for. What is the context or component? Yeah, that that's why I was saying that's that's one of the things that you could do with it. But there's a ton of stuff. I mean. Okay. You could make it just a regular castle and have like dinners and stuff in it. Um, ah. If it's yeah, if it's not just an attraction, you can do almost anything with it. Yeah, because there's no food area in this. whole You can make it just a land. Uh, you can put a rest area in it because there's a nice little like serene courtyard that's in there. So, like I said, you can do a million things with it. Okay, so let's uh, imagine this for one second, and I think we've done this a little bit before, but we'll do it again. If you were imagining up food for this area, what would you imagine up? Um, well, they haven't really, they don't deal much within food in the games, except with the newest game, 
And as far as that goes, it's just kind of real life recipes, except um, there is one that I know of right off the top of my head called a monster cake that you can make in the game. That's a uh, that could be a specially themed item. Um, yeah, so I don't know what else they could really do uh, to make it specially themed. Are there because, drinks? Are there anything like that that you drink for power or whatever in the game? Um, you can make potions. Okay. That, so, yeah. So, so they could do we, that. You're back to the elixir thing. Yes. The way that they used it. Um, uh, as far as uh, food, there are power up things that you can eat, right? Not in Zelda. No. Okay, but there are in Mario things. Yes. Okay. In Mario. So you could do those. I'm talking about giant mushrooms as a land and a whole, all of it together. What kind of stuff could you throw into any land there? Huh. Uh, oh, I shouldn't say any land, but in any of the areas within this land. Yeah, I don't know. That's uh, when you look at Donkey that's Kong. That's a tough one. He doesn't really I mean, eat anything, does he? You could sell the heck bananas. out of the hammer. There you go. So you do some I mean, bunch of stuff with bananas, baby. There. That's the only thing that I mean comes in the game is that there's bananas. Yeah. I expect to see a lot of hammers sold. Yes, and and. Uh, uh, barrels, wine uh-huh. barrels, or whiskey barrels, or whatever. What he that he rolls down. Yeah, yeah. So you could see him sell those kind of things. I'm just throwing together any kind of merchandise. I mean, obviously, then they have Mario and Luigi's Pizza. We already you, mentioned that too. They have a princess, isn't there? What's her huh? name here? In where? Uh, in the game itself, aren't you trying to get to a princess? In is it in Zelda? In both Zelda and Mario, okay. Princess Peach is in Mario, so, and then Zelda. Princess Zelda is in. So you're Legend basically Zelda. you can have little girls, and you have a place like Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique is in uh, Disney that would dress girls up to be like the princesses within yeah. the land. And once again, you could do that in the castle. Yep. Okay. A See, ton that's of stuff. The, that's the kind of stuff that I'm looking for too, as far as merchandise, rides, things like that. Uh, okay. Well, that pretty much covers what they've got here as. Uh, as this land, there, of course, is no opening date, not even a date on when they're going to begin construction. They have begun construction in Tokyo already on this. Is it, I think it's the same land, isn't it? Yeah, it's going to be the same land. Um, it's just that Japan is getting it first um, because of the Japan 2020 Olympics coming up. Universal wants to get it open so that way uh, they'll get a ton of people coming in I for the Olympics going to the attraction. To see that it'll last that it will not be open in orlando long after the olympics are done in tokyo because that's kind of their time to be exclusive with it Mm -hmm. and at that point once it's over with there's no reason why you wouldn't open then in orlando yeah why you wouldn't end the exclusivity so i expect for construction to start i think you'll start seeing things shut down after we get through the busy season here now after this summer i think you'll see, see things begin to shut down slowly and they'll begin to rip that area apart as they as they do many times. <laughs> with, um, with anything that starts to get old? Yeah. Well, and technically, I mean, uh, back in where like the main attraction's going to be, I don't think there's a whole lot back in there now anyway for the Super Mario ride. So they go back in there and start a construction on it and then shut other stuff down in phases so they can keep it open, you know, some stuff open even for next summer. Mm-hmm. And that way you can still use it because these other areas aren't going to take long to build. All in all, you're putting spinner rides and things like that in that'll go in fast. So, yeah, I could expect to see this. Yeah, I don't know, though. There's there's a lot of uh, intricacies that go into this area that it could take it could take a while to build. Just think about I, this. I will be truly Disney amazed. opening Star Wars Land in 2019. Now, a lot of people are saying it's going to be delayed in Florida, probably into 2020. How long do you think that Universal is going to really wait for this to open? 
when Star Wars Land is about to open or has opened. Yeah, I just don't see them waiting a long time. I because this is a this is a thud of a competitor uh, against Star Wars Land right now. Yeah, I mean it's it's about the same age, right? Then it's got I mean as wide of a demographic or bigger. Because it reaches all ages. Yeah, same thing as Star Wars. I mean, because if you look right now, Star Wars around the world when the movies have come out, like The uh-huh. Force Awakens, it did really well domestically, and it did okay around the rest of the world, which means. The worldwide component or draw for it for Star Wars is okay, but the worldwide draw for this stuff is huge. Yes, you know it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, so, competition is always good. Yeah, oh, it's for great. the for it's the consumer. Great. Yeah, we're gonna be there and get to uh, enjoy every bit of it. And speaking of that, so we're gonna get into this now a little bit, not a lot, but a little bit. Um, the re- reason why we've kind of been silent here for quite some time. I think our last show that we did on Universal was on February the 18th. Um, we also do Disney shows, so if you haven't listened to them, get out there and check them out. Uh, and the last thing we did on it was on May the 8th. So we've been kind of quiet, and that is because we are preparing to move to Florida. So we'll be uh, moving. We should be there. I'm going to say safely be there by September the 1st. It should. It will definitely be before, but I'm just going to give you a safe date by saying September the 1st. That, and so what we plan to do will be a lot of things. Plan to start doing stuff from the parks almost every single day. And that's going to be live um, live things from the parks, video from the parks. We're going to be on top of uh, what's happening in the parks all the time. And so it won't be any more of these large gaps of, of uh, hey, we won't be there for several months and after something opens. We're going to be there. And so we're going to try to start bringing you stuff in a fun way. Uh, I can too often fall into a very clinical way of approaching all these things. And I want to do that. I also want to do it as a, uh, I want to keep it as, you know, as if I'm traveling there all the time uh, so that I never, you know, I I don't lose track of the fact of what it's like to travel and stay on property uh, and forget about the discounts. And yeah, I'm going to stay on top of that, still try to live in many ways like an outsider, uh, somebody who lives outside of the state of Florida. So anyway, that will keep us attuned to what it's like to travel in. And that way we don't lose our grip on discounts and how to do this do this uh, in the least expensive way, inexpensively, uh, inexpensive way as possible. Wow, can you tell I haven't done this for a little while? <laughs> um, anyway, so yeah, that's kind of what's going on. I plan to see things going on all the time. Um, yeah, it would be nice if, you know, over time, maybe we can do some meetups if anybody cares right now or, um, or just look for us in the parks. You'll get to know us. So can't miss Connor. So, <laughs> he's the guy in the, on the wheels. So. Yes, yes, I am. <laughs> anyway. Hey, and who knows? I think we're going to have some stuff maybe along the way that if you see us in the park, you catch up to us and we may have a little, uh, gift for you. And so, yeah, we'll see. A lot of things coming up. Anyway, uh, it's nice to just kind of get in here and shake off the uh, cobwebs and do this again. And probably a good chance the next time you hear from us, we will be in Florida or well on our way there. Unless something crazy comes out, we get time and uh, we do another show before then. So anyway, anything you got anything else to add, Connor? No, I think we've covered it. All right, guys. It's been great getting back with everybody again. Exciting times ahead. So uh, can't wait. 
Can't wait to bring it all to you. Can't wait to talk to everybody about it. Can't wait to start doing live stuff even and chatting with everybody about uh, what's happening at the time. So anyway, hope this uh, show has found you all doing well and getting ready for your next trip to the park. So get your questions ready and we'll be glad to answer them soon. Take care.